This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. We've all noticed how the price of gas has gone down in recent weeks. In fact, after the show today, I'll be filling up at my Costco for well under a dollar a liter. So why is this happening? Joining us with his expertise is senior petroleum analyst Dan McTagg of GasBuddy.com. Nice to have you with us, Dan. Uh, good to be here, Jane. Give us the backdrop on, on what's happening with oil prices and uh, the corresponding gas prices. You know, Jane, we've seen oil drop uh, now uh, over the past two months by as much as $25 a barrel. I'm looking at uh, the benchmark uh, oil prices for North America. That's uh, West Texas Intermediate. Some people refer to it as WTI. Uh, at the beginning of October, that was selling for a whole uh, 76 plus a barrel. Today, it's barely holding at 50 and for the rest of Canada, Eastern Canada, Brent, which used to be 86 bucks a barrel, is now down to about 57, 58. So, all in all, uh, we've seen a rapid decline in the price of uh, fuel. And unlike this time last year, of course, other factors have helped. Uh, importantly, uh, the Ontario government uh, getting rid of the uh, cap and trade. Uh, that's probably worth about another five cent savings, all things being considered equal. Help us understand why this is good and bad at the same time. Uh, Jane, it's good, obviously, because it puts more money back into the hands and the pockets of consumers. Um, and, of course, if you're uh, looking at uh, average prices throughout the summer compared to now, using 65, 70 litres a week, as many people will do, uh, that's you know anywhere from 15 to $20 a week savings. Uh, you know, If this were to continue for several months, you can see why the amount saved would be in the several hundreds. And that really is uh, something that most families need to uh, and, and are certainly sensitive to as far as budgeting is concerned. The negative side, um, I mean, it, it certainly means that uh, producers are going to have to do uh, more with less. Many of them will have to sort of make, uh, uh, you know, uh, way with, uh, you know, what is now a third decrease in the in the value. But for Canadian producers, it's been a bad news story all yes. year. Yes. We have not seen $80, $70 oil. We've seen 10 and $15 oil. So more of the same for Alberta, Saskatchewan. And it also reflects why the Canadian dollar is so weak. Uh, it's our number one export. And uh, as long as we block pipelines in this country and think nothing of it, you and I are uh, fighting hard to uh, maintain about a third of our uh, purchasing power has been thrown out the window. Well, certainly they do have all-party agreement in Alberta to reduce the flow of oil over the course of the next year. So those efforts, I mean, they're similar. They're not unlike what OPEC members are meeting to talk about today. Yeah, I mean, OPEC members uh, really are in a no-win situation. Uh, First of all, they can't get together on whether or not they should even cut oil production. There are sworn enemies within that group. Think here of Saudi Arabia and Iran who are fighting proxy wars in countries like Yemen. Um, One country, of course, is subject to sanctions by the United States, although those sanctions aren't very clear when it comes to oil, that being Iran. Uh, but if you think about it in, in a much larger context, uh, they have been pumping far more oil than the world needs. Demand is likely to be the slacking, and if they can't even get together in terms of cutting back production, then uh, oil has nowhere to go but down. 
How much uh, impact will Donald Trump's tweet uh, yesterday have on the OPEC members saying hopefully OPEC will keeping oil flow uh, as it is not restricted? The world does not want to see or need higher oil prices. Well, I think President Trump has, uh, you know, really Saudi Arabia over a barrel. Uh, Saudi Arabia's involvement, complicity in the murder of uh, Washington Post reporter uh, Jamal Khashoggi has put uh, the Saudi uh, government on notice that any anything it does um, would lead to likely the United States becoming even more critical and more forceful of sanctions against Saudi Arabia. Uh, so uh, I don't think Saudi Arabia is in a position where it can do anything other than to continue to offer uh, over an overabundance of oil to keep prices down, which of course is the um, is is very much at the core of uh, the U.S. administration's uh, uh, mission is to ensure the cheaper energy prices for most uh, most of their uh, uh, citizens. Okay, before we let you go, Dan, uh, the price of gas here in the GTA, uh, where do you see it going in the short term and uh, over the next few weeks? So up a penny tonight, Jane. So you'll see a lot of gas stations tomorrow morning, $1.8.9. Of course, as you pointed out, many will offer it still for as cheap as 99 cents a litre in the afternoon and the evening. On Sunday, we're looking at a two-cent net a decrease. So that'll be down to 106.9. Look for a lot of stations uh, Sunday evening selling gasoline for as little as 96 cents a litre. Uh, just use the Gas Buddy wa- uh, website or the app and you'll be able to see those big differences. Eight or nine cents uh, a litre is uh, quite a bit uh, when you're buying 15, 60 or 70 litres at a time. That is significant. That means at my Costco, it'll be down into the mid 80s. <laughs> It could get down it there. Could, right? Uh, you know, what, what's what happened today in OPEC? Uh, you know, I think uh, the, there's a downside move. The next big bump, of course, will be January 1st when the Trudeau Liberals uh, reintroduce and impose a 5.3 cent a liter carbon tax, um, and of course that will go up 2.5 cents every year on January 1st. So celebrate while you can. Right, but then we get that back, right, in a rebate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm the member of Parliament uh, who gave Canadians two rebates, and I can tell you it's. Uh, uh, you know, you don't <laughs> a tax that is uh, say uh, three hundred bucks a year does not uh, give you four hundred dollars back. Um, I, I am concerned about this because I think Canadians are completely unaware that at the end of the day they're going to be paying a lot more for just about everything, including groceries. You think, of course, while gas goes up five point three, diesel goes up six point seven. So these are things that uh, are not going to be passed on to consumers and certainly won't be uh, covered by the three hundred bucks the government's giving you some point down the road. Right. Okay. Well, we thank you for your time and your projections. It helps us budget for the next week for sure. Wonderful. Thanks, Jane. Gas price analyst Dan McTagg here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.